Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Guy Rilford. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. Hey, now, I'm Jason Hammer. Guy Relford filling in for Big Nige. Nigel is recovering from that bad reaction he had to an anal bleaching. Uh, thank you for uh, pinch hitting today, Guy. Oh, man, I love doing this. I'm doing it again Thursday. Oh, awesome. Absolutely. Love to hear that. No, I love doing it. It's always a good time. Now, this is your usual segment. You're normally here every Monday for Monday Gun Day. Absolutely. No, I look forward to it. And we have our sponsor, Fort Liberty Firearms in Avon, 8401 East Highway 36. Great place to buy firearms, ammunition, and accessories. Check out my buddies at the fort at fortlibertyfirearms.com. So I was at a wedding on Saturday, and my phone starts blowing up of, I... I am so angry at the Simon Malls. I am done with Greenwood Park Mall. They don't like law-abiding citizens. So there was another situation where somebody had a weapon inside of the Greenwood Park Mall this past Saturday. And from what I've been told, and Guy, I think you and I have kind of heard the same story. This was a weapon that was in somebody's backpack, and it dropped on the floor. Some ammo spread on the floor. And because this is the same spot where, you know, a shooting, a very high-profile shooting took place not that long ago. If you listen to this show, you know you are the attorney for the hero of that shooting. Uh, People were a little on edge. So that's what I've heard. Now, the Greenwood Park Mall, Simon Malls, have banned these individuals who had their weapons in the mall for one full year. They were law-abiding citizens, but it's also the mall's policy that they don't want to have weapons involved. So where are you at here? Well, yeah, and, and there's a number of different layers to this we need to unpack. But, yeah, so first of all, uh, Simon Mall has a policy. You go in there, they've got a code of conduct that they post, and you go down there, and one of them is no it's weapons. It's not a law, but it's a suggestion. Exactly what I was going to say, which is um, it's their policy. It's just like no masks, no service, or no shirt, no shoes, no service. You know, I mean, they, they can have whatever policy they want. And, look, I— I respect property rights. They're mall. They can have whatever policy they want. But to your point, they're not breaking a law. No one's breaking a law who disregards that policy. They can kick you out, and yes, they can ban you. And if you're banned and you go in there, they can have you prosecuted for trespassing. So if you think your phone lit up, you should have seen my phone <laughs> after this thing where, yeah, the news comes out that three people had been banned. And, and, and immediately, my initial gut level reaction, my knee-jerk reaction was to say, oh, well, first of all, it's hypocritical because they didn't ban Elijah Dickin, you know, and nor should they have, who was the hero of the Greenwood uh, mall shooting in July. Um, So now suddenly what? They're going to pick on these people. Well, as more facts started coming out, I think this is where we need to pump the brakes a little bit about everybody so incensed over uh, the Greenwood Park Mall's reaction or Simon Mall's reaction, which is apparently, as you mentioned, what the, the, the report I saw, this is on Fox 59, was that a magazine, a so-called high-capacity magazine, quote-unquote, which really means what, about a 30-round mag, fell out of a guy's backpack, hit the ground, and multiple rounds of ammunition went skittering across the floor. Okay, and this was in the food court, exactly the same location where the where the 
potential mass shooting and where three people lost their lives, and I don't want to minimize that, but where Eli Dickin then heroically saved countless people from being murdered and by taking down the bad guy in 15 seconds, which is still the most incredible thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but um, this same exact location. So if I'm in the Greenwood Park Mall, I'm the most pro-gun human being on the planet, right? Right. I got the Second Amendment on my right arm. I'm sitting in the Greenwood Park Mall, and I hear I, I hear a you know, clackety-clack, and I look over, and a high-capacity magazine just fell out of a dude's backpack, and he's got rounds, you know, suddenly uh, skidding across the floor. I'm not sure I'd just shoot that guy at that moment. I mean, Lord knows I would want to take time and make sure there's a legitimate threat. Because you're thinking, oh, my God, this is a copycat. This is a copycat who's in here to try to emulate what happened in July. And, I mean, and 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 and, and look, I, I support everyone's ability to carry anywhere they can lawfully carry. I carry everywhere. Everywhere I can lawfully carry, I'm carrying a gun. That's who I am. That's what I do. But for some knucklehead to be in the mall and let his let his mag hit the ground and and you know in 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 that context where people are going to be a little on edge right there in the same location I, i'm not ready yet i want to hear more facts i guarantee you there're going to be more facts i mean i assume there's also a gun in the backpack right why do you have the mag without the gun i don't know i mean i've i've had I've had you know mags in my pocket um, the next day that I forgot were there when it, without necessarily having the gun f- for for that mag. But I want to hear more facts come out. So I'm not ready to to be definitive on this. But but if you're such a knucklehead that you don't have control over your gun or your magazine and you're scaring people like that in public, I think there's an argument to say you get what what's coming to you. And that's in no way to say I don't respect everybody's Second Amendment right to carry where they carry. Right. Or that Simon Malls has a stupid policy by banning guns to begin with and that people shouldn't say, you don't let me take my gun there, I won't shop there. I respect that a thousand percent. But don't be a knucklehead. And I've said that over and over and over again. Even on my show, people say, oh, you're a little harsh on people that make mistakes with guns. I go, that's right. Because when you're a knucklehead, it affects everybody else's rights. Because because uh, the next business is going to go, wow, people are dropping mags in the middle of a crowded mall. I better ban guns in my mall too, or my business, or wherever it is. So don't be a knucklehead because you affect everybody else's rights uh, right along with yours. Right. If you would have went out of your way to keep everything secure, I guarantee you the folks at the Simon Mall would not have said a word. You could probably have your weapon holstered to your side, your shirt over, you know, over the top of it. Even if somebody kind of recognizes what it is, they're probably not going to say anything to you. But if you're dropping stuff in the food court, the same food court where you had a mass shooting take place, you know, a number of months ago, well, yeah, they're going to have a reaction. They are going to have a reaction, and you can't say it's unreasonable, especially when they're on edge anyway. I mean, that's still pretty damn fresh. Um, the The GPD, the Greenwood Police Department, hasn't even uh, concluded their investigation of the shooting that happened in July. I know. What are they like, looking into? Can you? I, I, you might not be allowed to answer that because I know your client is the, the hero of that shooting. But what are they looking into? What's taking so long? I can actually answer that because it's based on public statements by Chief James Ison, who, by the way, is, is a great police chief. I'm a big fan of this guy. He's uh, he's an excellent police officer. He's an excellent chief. He runs a great department and. And they've really done a stellar job on this whole investigation. They're working with the FBI on some forensic investigations. Uh, they've, they've pretty much given up on the laptop 
that was put in an oven, yeah, uh, like with a can of butane. I'm guy'd seen too many James Bond movies. He thought he was going to get a big, big explosion. He didn't, but he melted the laptop. They've pretty much given up on that. And again, these are based on public statements from the chief, so I'm not revealing anything inside here. But what they're still working on with the FBI is trying to get information off the guy's cell phone that was the bad guy's cell phone that was thrown into a toilet. Uh, sometime before the shooting started, and they're still trying to get information off of it, and they're running some computer algorithms through it, and they, they've got some more work to do. And that can take some time because you're dealing with some computer phone-related forensic investigation. And this is all to find a motive. It's to find a motive. No, you're exactly right. I, and I should have said that, Jason. Thanks for clarifying. Because, yeah, they're trying to find still a motive. But everything's pointing right now is to, to the dude just being a wacko generally. Not to get overly scientific about it, but it right. looks like the guy was just pretty much whack. Monday gun day with Guy Relford with us here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Was there a new policy that was implemented by the FBI that requires firearms dealers to disclose buyer info to the U.S. government? Well, this is this is breaking information because I've just had literally in the last few days some friends of mine or clients of mine who own gun stores call me and say, what's going on with this new policy? Now, when uh, people are, are, are putting a background check, uh, uh, getting a background check to buy a gun, for the first time, when, when there's a denial, the FBI is requiring the personal information, their, their address, and, 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 and other identifying information on that individual from the gun store. And, and they're saying, at least this is indirect, and again, there's more to be developed out of this, so I'm still looking into it, but there is a new, a, a new protocol that, arised, that, that, that arose out of this so-called Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. Remember that, that Biden touted as the next new move in gun control? One right. of the things was to look into people who are between 18 and 20 who are denied, or, or even not denied, but even trying to buy a gun at age 18 to 20. And they wanted to get additional information on those people and do a deeper drill on their background checks. And as part of that, they can require additional information, including their address and other information to try to identify whether they have something in their background, including their juvenile records, that may prevent them from buying a gun. I think the FBI and Nix is using that bill as an excuse to gather more information on me and you, even much so older that bill than that. was basically a workaround for more surveillance. It's looking that looking like right now the FBI is using that bill as an excuse to gather more information on law-abiding gun owners who are just trying to buy a gun, and that's scary. And there's going to be much more to, to say about this. We're still in the very early stages, but I've had uh, buddies of mine who own gun shops call me. Off, uh, a shop in Carmel had me come in and go, dude, look at this. And they show me this screen that they have to fill out now as part of a background check when somebody's buying a gun, and it's totally new, and it's much more information on gun owners than they've ever had to report before, and that's scary. Because there's one reason the government gathers information on gun owners right so this is what the fbi and the biden department of justice is all working on meanwhile anybody that wants to just basically walk across the border can do so and there's a bunch yeah. of people on the terror watch list that uh we have no idea where they're at oh yeah it's all about uh, it's all Got about it. harassing law and uh, law-abiding gun owners they're somehow going to cut down on crime on that no it's just an attack on the second amendment as it appears right now but i'll tell you right now more news to follow on this where can people get more information RelfordLaw.com is the website, always RelfordLaw.com. Guy, thank you so much. Always. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.
Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.